Welcome back, y'all, and Happy New Year. Reverend Waterman here welcoming you into another episode of the Hymns of the Highway podcast. You know, it's been a couple of weeks since you guys heard from us. Took some time off for Christmas, went out and uh, saw some family, got uh, some errands taken care of. Sam visited family as well and just spent time enjoying the reason for the season. But we are very happy to be back for 2022, bringing you some great new episodes. Today's episode, we sit down with Mr. Jacob Charles out of the Austin, Texas area. Sits down with us and does some uh, discussion on his background in music. Tells us a little bit about how he connected with 301 Productions. Talks about his time down in San Marcos, Texas, down there at Texas State University. Shout out to our folks down there in San Mo. We also talk uh, you know, about enchilada gravy and all the good Mexican food restaurants in the area. And we talk about what kind of upcoming projects Jacob has on the books. We also have a little surprise phone call from one of our old friends over at 301 Productions, so make sure you stick around for that. And to close the episode, Jacob plays a couple of songs for us, one of which is brand new, never been released, so make sure you stick around for that one as well. As always, make sure you're heading on over to the social media pages. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Hymns of the Highway Podcast. You'll find us everywhere. Make sure you're keeping up with new guests, uh, new shows, new surprise giveaways, things like that. We'll also have the merch hopefully loaded up here before too long. We've got stickers and everything already, so if you want something like that, shoot us a DM. We'll get you taken care of. But in the meantime, hope you enjoy episode number six, season number two, Hymns of the Highway Podcast, with Mr. Jacob Charles. Texas tweet. Uh, South Texas tweet. You see, <laughs> did you see his fucking tweet the other day? Which one? Which Yesterday, one? uh, well, it was uh, some shit about um, uh, he's like been on the road for two oh hours. Oh my god! Can't wait to yeah. be home. Yeah. The Mario yes. coins and some shit. <laughs> I saw that, and for the for our audience, I'm gonna stay PG with that one and just <laughs> direct you to South Texas Tweaks Twitter page. <laughs> think your audience is that PG. And though. you can go, well, we're trying to make it less triple X rated <laughs> and maybe more R rated. Damn. The episode I come. I no, no, we're not going <laughs> to. No, look, I'm not going to censor you. I'm going to let you do what you want. But as far as <laughs> as far as we go, we're going to try to control it a little bit to maybe be uh, no, I'm just maybe be a podcast that other people can listen to without being fearful that their children are going to learn words that they should. Honestly, your children probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. To any pod- you should not be listening to this in the drop-off line at your elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go high school and, and over, probably. Like, this is the about... shit you listen to to wind down at night when you're pretty much a bottle of wine. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> that, or when you're on a long road trip or something and Joe Rogan gets old. <laughs> I gotta think that's the next step for us is Joe Rogan. We skip everything in between and just get Spotify major deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we're back. We're back. We're back uh, after a little Christmas break hiatus. It has been God. It's been like a month since we put something out. So apologies to <laughs> we're everybody. So sorry. Yeah. Well, we are, but we're not. Like we need sorry, it. sorry. I enjoyed Christmas and traveling <laughs> and had to go to a funeral and stuff. Yeah, like sorry, my everybody. Bad. <laughs> sorry, yeah. someone died. Yeah, sorry, everybody. That you know, life happened and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was nice to to have a couple of weeks off and be able to travel and go see some family and stuff and you know enjoy Christmas with the fam and see what Santa Claus had for us. Sam, did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, it was all right. Did you do anything fun? Did you go anywhere? That's an honest question. You and I didn't talk a whole lot these past couple no. of weeks. We've been uh, too busy. No, I stayed near Metroplex. Went to see some family. That was it. Very nice. Was Santa Claus good to you? And no, not really. COVID kind of oh. screwed me. Oh, Santa Claus. Well, because you know, of COVID. I have birthday right next to Christmas. I'm one of those people. That is true. I got to pick. That is true. Sam, Sam's got the double. Yeah. 
That's Double unfortunate. Whammy. Santa brought me a 36-inch Blackstone grill. Ooh. I was big timing on that, baby. <laughs> How do you fit all those smokers and grills on your apartment patio? Uh, that one stayed in Arkansas. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that one stayed in Arkansas because we couldn't get it back in the Hyundai Tucson. <laughs> we, probably, we probably could have, but I didn't want to move the seats around to get it in there. Well, would there be four <laughs> things on your patio? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, three because I didn't get the smoker that I won yet. Oh, yeah, not yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that one yet. But, yeah, that would make... Um, Fitting all that shit on your apartment balcony. <laughs> this dude won like almost every raffle item at a Christmas party. Yeah, shout out to Redacted Construction Company <laughs> for uh, their Christmas party that they hosted. My fiance works there, and we went. And apparently, this is normal for them to like give out seventy five or eighty thousand dollars worth of gifts every year. Um, and I certainly appreciate it for it. Yeah, hundred percent appreciate everything that they did. But yeah, I walked away from that deal with uh, a thirty-inch master-built smoker, a brand new knockoff Yeti cooler. Uh, happy or happy birthday, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Dad. Um, <laughs> he got that. Uh, a like eight hundred dollar, six hundred dollar set of Milwaukee eighteen volt tools, uh, a workbench, and I think we got gift cards too. I don't God. know. It's definitely <laughs> left with like twelve hundred dollars worth. Of stuff. Probably more than that. Walked away with a paycheck from somewhere Pretty, she yeah, didn't even work at. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, you know what I found out after that is Madison told me she said this is the first year that spouses and party guests are able to win things. And I said, Oh, well, it looks like it'll also be the last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got th- that cooler was the last thing I won, and it was a raffle ticket item. They did uh like a casino night, mm. and you used your poker chips or what? You know they had craps and blackjack and poker and everything oh, else yeah. going on. And you started with like two thousand dollars, and at the end of the night, you could cash every thousand dollars worth of chips in for a raffle ticket. Well, I turned two or four thousand dollars into like ten or twelve thousand dollars in an hour. You have way better luck than I do. <sighs> yeah, blackjack. I've never won anything. Look, blackjack is your best bet at the casino. It's I got win the best shit odds from the ATM machine. I mean, yeah, I put my card in. And it's yeah, like, my... congrats! You won two hundred dollars from your bank account. <laughs> yeah. You knew the right pin code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my friend Atom does like to give me money when I go see Atom. him. But lately, Atom has just went beep beep. <laughs> insufficient funds. Yeah. I'm like, you have insufficient funds, bitch. What is that? Is that a slab? It's an Impala. Oh, Sam's showing me Impalas in the middle of my rant. What year? I used to have one. That's old. an old Impala. It's like a Sixty-two. Oh, yeah. Slam. Mine was not that old. Anywho, last year that they give out presents for sure. I won that cooler and I was walking up past everybody and I literally heard somebody in the crowd go, dude, this guy again, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, to be fair. Did it make Madison, you feel bad or Madison feel won the smoker, to be fair. I only won three prizes. Did it make you feel good or worse? I mean, it wasn't going to stop me from leaving with that cooler. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really nice cooler too. I filled it up with barbecue stuff and gave it to my dad for Christmas. I figured he could use it, so... Merry Christmas, Pops. Smoking meats. Smoking schmeats. <laughs> Smoking meats. Oh, well, that's our Christmas wrap-up. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're back. Another episode. Don't even know what episode it is. What I know we're on season two, but hell, I think it's episode number six, seven, something like that. But sitting over there across from us, a man who uh, 
I was not expecting the stature when I got here, for sure. I guess I should have known, looking at one of the album covers, that the man's got arms the size of tree trunks. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jacob Charles is with us. Jacob, how are you, man? Good. Uh, probably not as big as I used to be. Feeling a little feeble. Haven't worked out in a bit, so... Dude, he walked in. You, you That's here. terrifying, then. I haven't seen him stand up yet. Well, see, only, that's only... why I felt bad, because I texted Rev, and I was like, hey, I'm an hour early, and you're like, yeah, well, I'm a little late, and I was like, okay, well, I've never talked to the other counterpart of this podcast, so I was like, do I go to the door? Do I wait in my car at the front of their house for 30 <laughs> minutes? And so I ended up just going to the door, and he's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, dude, he walked in. I'm like, dude, you're a big dude. Yeah. He goes, oh, is that a fat joke? I was like, no. <laughs> sure as hell is. What What are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I was sitting there on the couch at like 11.15. I was planning on getting here about noon anyways, and he texts me. He goes, hey, I'm going to be a little early. And I was like, all right. And he goes, about an hour early. I was like, oh, that's not a little early. <laughs> I guess I'm going to get up early. now and leave. Yeah. Where did you come in from? South of Austin. South. Oh, God, you drove, all Be- Buda, you drove up here Buda, today Buda. Buda? Yeah. Home of uh, Buck's Backyard, Kyle's Backyard, something like that. Buck's Backyard. That's and a Mavericks Buda, Dance it? Hall. Yeehaw. I haven't been to Mavericks yet. We need to get down there. We need to go do a, oh, a show in time. Austin is what we need to do. <laughs> yeah. You went one time? Yeah. That was I enough? Went, well, no. One of my buddies worked there, and right before he quit, he was like, let's go out and have some beers or whatever, and it was a Thursday night. And I don't know what it is about weekdays and me, but weekdays, me, and alcohol, they just all blend together in a perfect little concoction, and then I black out and I wake up <laughs> on Friday, and I'm like, shit. But anyways, we That's went... That's about the way it goes. Yeah, we went, and it was like they are passing out free beer because there was a Coors Banquet promoter there. We were like, okay. And then, I don't know, it just <clears throat> went real bad. There were some dudes in the oil field there, and they were looking to spend a bunch of money. I guess it was their first time in town in like a month. And they were spending all their paychecks on us buying us Fireball for no fucking reason. Hell yeah. <laughs> God, Fireball. I, I miss being 16. It was, uh, yeah. those were it, good times. Well, it was that and Rumple. <laughs> oh, God. God. You ever done them together, the fire and ice shot? I did. It was Rumple, Fireball, and Goldschlager. Oh, my God. Why? Well, so. Who hates you that much? <laughs> Well, I used to work on the square in San Marcos, and so okay. I know a lot of bartenders, and most of the time it's just a lot of free shit, and, well, you also don't really get to choose. Okay, that's fair. Have you ever been to Melu's in San Marcos? You know... Or I, have you heard about a game face? I haven't, it's but I'm like very a, interested. It's like a <laughs> cup. It's not really a shot. It's like a full-ass drink cup, but you take it like a shot, and it's like, uh, I want to say it's... Whiskey, watermelon pucker, green apple pucker, vodka. It's just ungodly, but you drink the whole thing. And you typically black out after one to two. It's kinda like it's kinda like when you put a lunchbox in front of somebody for the first time. Did you do a lunchbox when we were in Stephenville? No. We've got to find somebody in Stephenville that can still make a lunchbox because I don't remember what's in them either, but it's like it's a shot. You order it as a shot, but yeah, and then it comes out like a thirty two ounce cup. <laughs> It's like it's a bomb shot, but it's in beer. It's yeah. You were telling me about that, but whatever. We couldn't find it. a bartender to make one. Is yeah. it kind of like an Irish car bomb? N- no, I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't think so. This is like, this is like whiskey and schnapps and a bunch of other crap, <sighs> and then you drop it down into a Coors, and then you just take it to the dome. And they were a very uh, integral part of my education at Tarleton State University <laughs> because every time the Drunk League softball teams went out, RIP Drunk League softball, if you know, you know, um, 
every time they went out, like that was what you started with was a lunchbox, and then it just went absolutely lights out within 30 minutes. <laughs> Part of the reason I say RIP <laughs> yeah. the softball league, that didn't last very long. But um, no, I, I don't think I've ever spent really any time in San Marcos. I, I've, I've been down there a couple of times. Like I went to Green Hall once um, for like 20 minutes because the show was meh. But I felt like I needed to be there. We were in a wedding in, in Green. So we left it, went to the went to Green Hall. The show was okay, but it yeah, was cool to be in there. Yeah, peace to that fucking artist, whoever you're shitting on. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say who it was, so I'm not really shitting on it. Just, you know, it was okay. And it, it was a show that we were, we didn't go to town for the show. Mm, we, yeah. were, we were in town for something else. We were there and, and the show like, let's just, go. The show just happened to be yeah. going on, and I was like, I have to go to Green Hall yeah. and knock this off the bucket list, which I still don't consider it knocked off the bucket list because we were there for, like I said, for 20 minutes. Yeah. Enough time for me to drink and spill one beer. Um, <laughs> I, I do know that my favorite place in San Marcos, though, is Herbert's Taco Hut. Tacos? Yeah, that's my favorite need place. need to go to Wowie's. There. Wowies. Yeah, it's a little hole in the wall place. It's BYOB. Uh, the max capacity is like forty nine. Can't be. But that. they have four pound enchilada rolls. Oh my! Oh my! God. It's like a small child, <laughs> and it's just like a four big... pound enchilada rolls. Or they do four pound uh, breakfast burritos. Jesus Christ! They're amazing. I like a good breakfast burrito, <clears throat> and they're like ten bucks. You just buy that and you eat half of it there, and then the other half the rest of the day, and then you're good. You feel terrible all day long because you're so full. <laughs> See, Herbert's, I'm just about the top of the enchilada gravy. That's all I'm yeah. about there. Now, tweak, tweak, shit all o- tweak shit all over that place, too. I told him to go to Herbert's. He was like, it fucking sucked. And I was like, <laughs> oh, s- sorry. I mean, I guess I never really go to Herbert's either, though. See, and apparently, well, so I don't know if Herbert's is like still as hot as it used to be, but... Uh, my One of my really good friends, her dad, uh, Jeff, went to... Texas State, mm. and you know, back in the day when they were there, yeah, that's where they always went. Like every night, you went out drinking in the morning. The first place you went was Herbert's, and had the morning after, or like two in the morning. Well, I don't know. I think it was morning after because I don't to drink off that hangover. That yeah, yeah, I think it was to drink off that hangover, but or to eat off that hangover. But yeah, that's where they always went. We went. We fell in love with it. I, th- I think we went twice that time we were down there. But I do need to spend some time in San Marcos. I'm a little afraid to, to be completely honest with you. I'm not sure I can handle myself anymore. <clears throat> not a young buck like I used to it's be. It's a man. grand time. That uh, I, I had aspirations of going to Texas State for a while. Should have. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, my parents took my sister down there for a softball camp one year, and apparently drove around, for, drove down Fraternity <laughs> Row or whatever it was, and saw like a couch on a roof or something, and they were like, "Yeah, Chris is not going here." Every college <laughs> not has happening. a frat like that, though. Yeah, I, I have a feeling they saw a little bit more than that. But yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling they also knew what was in my best interest, and they sent me down to <laughs> Tarleton, which is basically <laughs> the same as Texas State, just does a better job of hiding it, I guess. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> There's institutionalized. No river. <laughs> yeah. market. No, no river. I wish there was. I mean, there is a little river, but not, not a good enough to do anything with it. So Yeah. I can't say I spent a bunch of time in the river either, though. No? Just That's a touristy <clears throat> thing? Not really. I mean, like, we would go sometimes at, like, Sewell Park or whatever, but, like, I don't know. I never really, like, went out there and had a great time. Like, Fair enough. I mean, it's just, like, you go out there and lay in the sun. and. I feel like it's probably an ass kick. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, I'm at that time, I was, like, almost 300 pounds. So I was like, the last thing I want to do is go lay around in the sun and be sweaty right now. Felt that. So, <laughs> yeah. 
felt that. Even now, I, I'm just like, I don't really like to, quote unquote, tan or whatever. You Fair know, it's enough. Just like, I'll just go swim with no sunscreen and just deal with it later. <laughs> <laughs> so did you go to Texas State or are you yeah. just from No, there? I did. Okay. Yeah. Are you from that area originally? No. Uh, so Shiner, where they make the beer. Yep. Uh, 20 minutes east of that, Hallettsville. That's my okay. hometown. But I went to college at Texas State and then I just haven't left yet. So <laughs> fair enough. Trust me. There's days where I look back and I'm like, oh, I should have never left Stephenville. Yeah. This week was one of those weeks because they opened their first liquor store. <laughs> I didn't oh, know yeah. it was dry. Was it yeah. dry? Uh, Did mo- the gas stations have beer? Moist. Yeah. Moist. Yeah. You can get. <laughs> you can get. You can get beer and wine anywhere. You can get beer and wine anywhere, but you couldn't buy liquor. You had to drive, which you know, R.I.P. to the Dry County Drive. I hope people still make it because. Uh, Handy's Liquor down there in Proctor, Texas. Shout out to Handy's if y'all are listening. I know you're not, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Handy's Liquor in Proctor, Texas, and any of the Tarleton State alums or people that spent some time in Stephenville, their ears probably just perked up hearing that because it either unlocked a memory that they forgot they had or it's a fond memory in their heart because you used to have to drive 30 minutes, you know, 20, 30 minutes south of Stephenville, literally to the county line. That's nuts. I mean, the county line, I, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, was like either in the parking lot of the liquor store or right across the street from it. And they, <laughs> they would definitely kick their prices up a hair or two because, yeah. you know, they could. But it was either Granberry or Proctor. It was the only places yeah. you could go to buy. So it was 30 minutes regardless of how you wanted to do it. You could go to the Specs in Granberry or you could go support a mom and pop in Proctor. We, we preferred the mom and pop in Proctor. Yeah. So... Retweet on the price up kick in San Marcos sometimes, but it's only because it was the people who were known to sell to miners. So, well, hey, look. they knew their market and they knew that they would pay. So, look, and uh, <laughs> hey, and that's that's simple economics right there, man. Yeah. If you're going to take the risk, you got to there's got to be some reward yeah. involved too. So, so you grew up down there then, and you're still living down there. It sounds like, yeah, yeah, San Marcos, Buda area. It's all. I mean, as far as like Dallas and Fort Worth it goes, it's the same city, right? Um, but it's just a little small communities. I mean, San Marcos is growing up a little more, but yeah, just still hanging out down there. Um, probably gonna stay there for a while. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't not know. not a bad place to be. No, I love it. I talk about wanting to move to Austin. My my fiance's from Cedar Park. Yeah, or, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. So 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 go back to Austin. I don't think that's ever going to be something that I get by her. Yeah. But Butte is pretty close. She she tells me that Austin's like a weekend town. She says like it's people people think they want to move there because they go spend a few days there and they have uh, a blast. But then like if you stay there, it yeah. probably just ends up like any other place. I know? can see that. Like I'm sure people come to Dallas Fort Worth all the time and have a blast for a few days, and then it's like. If you moved here, it'd just be the same as living wherever you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's always something that I think about when I like go to the airport and stuff. I'm like, do people come to Dallas for vacation? Like, do people come to Fort Worth for vacation? Like, they wake up I one morning and surprise. I thought going there for my bachelor party, but I've just never been to the stockyards. I heard it was fun. If you're like 18 or 20, yeah, it is. Okay, I'm but, glad I decided. But if you're it, older though. than that, nah, you just move on somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> You can go to 7th Street. Well, I just, it, it blows my mind that people come to Dallas or Fort Worth because it seems to me like there's not like there's not enough to do for a week here. Like you couldn't. You're just too used to it though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think like that's too, part of it. Like, yeah. I just can't imagine, you know, like when family vacations, when we were a kid, like, you know, it was a Christmas present or a birthday present or something like your parents would just be like, hey, you know, we're going to go in June to, yeah. 
Branson or whatever it was. Mm. And you're like all hyped. And I'm like, I can't imagine some kid in like Delaware waking up one morning and going, <laughs> fuck yeah, we're going to Dallas. <laughs> like, I just, that just doesn't seem, that just doesn't seem like a vacation opportunity. <laughs> But yeah, probably more of a adult thing, anyways. Yeah, it's got to be clouded because we live yeah. here. I guess I'm sure. Yeah. I, I'm sure you don't. Could they have like a bunch of like, uh, forgive me, women shops, just like little yeah, shit to yeah, sh- boutiques, yeah, and boutiques and whatnot. But yeah. I mean, you've got that everywhere now too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just that always that always messes with my head a little bit to think of some kid getting excited to come to Fort Worth <laughs> for a week. <laughs> Like, well, it's probably not a little kid. It's probably like 18, 19, like, we're going to ride the mechanical bull at the stockyard. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, the stockyards, it's it's kind of, it's luster is kind of wore off for me anyways. Um, definitely still love Billy Bob. Shout out to those guys and, and gals up there. They do a great job. But, you know, the uh, the PRs and the neon moons and stuff of the world, that was... That was a different chapter in my life. That was when I was not old enough to drink yet. I was still doing it, and I needed somewhere to go that wasn't going to care. Yeah. <laughs> that fair. would be those places. But there's still definitely some gyms down in the stockyards that now that we're a little bit older yeah, uh, that are still good places to go. you got the basement bar, and um, I think Pearl's is gone, I but may so. have come back. I'm not exactly sure what happened to Pearl's, but... There's a few places down there. Little Red's Longhorn Saloon. Oh yeah, they have the wild ass Indians, right? And that little no, that's not Little Red's. That's mm. uh, that's Cadillacs. Yeah, Cadillacs Cantina has the wild ass Indians. I'm not sure that that's PC anymore, um, <laughs> but that's what you used to call them. And you got a souvenir cup to take home with you. It's kind of like the San Marcos <laughs> thing you were telling me about. Um, well, you don't get to take the cup home. You just don't oh, really well, remember well, leaving. Well, you're not supposed to take the cup. Home. Oh. I think you can well, take I mean, Cadillac. these are just like plain glass cups. Oh, no, just... dude. You order a Wild Ass Indians at Cadillacs, it comes in a white cup that has a dizzy cowboy sitting on the ground. <laughs> it says, I got run over by a Wild Ass Indian at <laughs> Cadillac's Cantina. <laughs> we will gladly take you to the stockyards at some point. I'd be down. And, and let I need you see to. What Ethan's you've... been trying to take me, but or tell me to go. We're supposed to do like a music video out there. Just, I don't know, just go fuck off, really. Well, that's a good transition point. Because I'm sitting here trying to trying to piece together the puzzle, and I, I guess the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. But I'm trying to piece together the puzzle of how you get hooked up with with Ethan, who, of course, it slipped my mind as I'm saying that that he was in College Station for a couple of yeah. years. So now, I really now I'm thinking of him though. being East Texas guy. So I don't know uh, how does that all come together. So I mean, as far as musically, like I don't know my I don't, I don't want to say fucking philosophical shit. It wasn't like a big musical go journey full, or whatever. Go full-blown philosophical. I don't Basically, care. how it started for me is like, I grew up, I didn't even really like quote-unquote country music. Like, I don't know. It was always like, to me, it was corny. Like, I grew up agriculturally, and then you hear Jason Aldean singing about a tractor and <laughs> taking girls, and I'm like, that's not attractive to anybody. I don't care who you are. Nobody likes to do that. Like, it's not fucking fun. <laughs> and so, but then I found people like uh, Josh Abbott and stuff like that. I was like, Okay, it's like more like honest stuff like that. And then my first spring break in college, uh, we went to Rio Frio Fest uh, in Down a Con Can. Con Can. And it was like shows every day. And we went to the Friday show. None of us had tickets, but we were just going to go like sit outside the fence or whatever. And it was, I don't know who the first opener was, but then it was Co. and then it was Mike Ryan. And somebody had like popped the 
fence open on the side. And so we all just snuck in and like all got front row and everything. So we're like badass. And then like that was the first time I ever saw Co. Never really listened to his music, but now I'll tell anybody I'm a Co fan bitch. <laughs> uh and I don't know, that's just kinda like what kind of made me think that like, damn, like he's having a fucking blast up there. That would be really, really fun to like be able to do that. But then I never really gave much thought to it. Um and then uh, I was playing football at the time too, and then I only played for two seasons. I was a walk on, and then I quit. And right after I quit, my roommate at the time he went home over the Christmas break and played a bunch of shit on the guitar and like practiced it and came back. He's like, "Dude, look at all this that I know." And he was still on the football team, and I was like, "That's badass." Well, I started working at the bars, so our schedules were like exactly flipped. Like right. I was going to bed at five in the morning, and he was waking up. And so, like, I would steal his guitar and, like, just go try to, like, learn songs and do a little shitty writing of my own. And then, um, I don't know, messed around with that for a while. I ended up buying the guitar I have now um, off of just an old dude off of Craigslist. Uh, he was getting rid of his wife's guitar. And I was like, well, <laughs> I need one. I was like, I don't care where it's coming from. Um, but, damn, where the hell am I going with this? Oh, welcome to the podcast, bro. Yeah. This is exactly how it always goes. You're fine. I just feel like it's such a goddamn long story. Uh, oh, hey, anyways. I got, I got news for you. Podcasts are long, so. It's awesome. Fucking go for it. Gotta make this three-hour drive Go for it. it. <laughs> uh, nah, uh, and so just messed around with that for a while and played and never really took it too serious, but I was just writing on my own and never really, like, showed anybody. And, uh. Then I went to see, this was this past year, almost a year ago, in February, we went to see Tanner Usry was headlining Cheatham during like the COVID limited shows or whatever. Right. And him and Jordan Nix uh, played before him and Parker was still with uh, Jordan at the time and they sold it out. But me and my roommates we were in town just looking for something to do. We we're like, you know, we haven't been to a show. Let's go. And I ended up talking to Parker at the merch booth after he played and uh, not a lot of words were exchanged, but I don't know. I was the typical motherfucker who came up like, yeah, you know, I've been thinking about, you know, recording too sometime, you know, I play a little bit of guitar and this and that. And he was like, I think you should. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know. The that prophecy was... has been fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was kind of like, cause I didn't know how par uh, young Parker was at the time. And I was like, okay, he's like, I don't know, one and a half years ish younger than me or something. But um I was like, man, if he like went after it and just did this shit, I was like, what's stopping me? Right. I mean, given by no means am I the guitarist that he is. I'm a mediocre like guitarist. I mean, my songs are written with like two to four chords at max. Like they're not super musically complicated, um, just for my sake. And so I try to compensate with vocals and shit like that. But, um, damn, I really shit on myself there. Um, Somebody's got to do it, right? No, I'm just playing <laughs> with you. Yeah. No, but then I, uh, that was at the beginning of this past year. Um, so recorded it and then I had a buddy from back home mix and master it. And he was working full time and doing school at the time too. So it took a little while and I released my first one, um, my first EP. During that time, right before I released mine, Crystal Meth Cowboys Twitter account followed me. I didn't know why. I knew that the it was tied to 301 in some way. Didn't know how. Like I I don't none of it made sense. Right. And then they only followed like 40 people on Instagram or Twitter. 
And I was like, okay, it, it had to have been something specific. I didn't know why. And which is stupid. I ended up asking Ethan later about it. And he was like, oh, I don't fucking know. You probably said something. I just followed you. I was like, <laughs> it's like, it made no like sense at all. But after I released my first EP, then I was like, okay, now what? And I ended up just DMing the Crystal Meth Cowboys podcast. Like, hey, uh, just released an EP, uh, looking for the Crystal Meth Cowboy approval. Like, I don't know, some corny shit like that. And I was like, would mean a lot if you gave me a listen. And they did, and they're like, that's pretty tight, you know, but you need a uh, manager or producer. I don't know what they said. And then that's how I got linked up with Ethan. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, long story short, just, I don't know. <laughs> kind of stroke of luck, kind of way things happen. You're just yeah. right place, met the right people. and Yeah, it's just like word shooting of your mouth. shot on fucking Twitter, I guess. <laughs> I mean, people shoot their shot all the time. Yeah. Statistics say the more shots you take. Yeah. The more goals you're going to score. So, for sure. Seems, it seems to have worked out for you. Yeah, definitely kind of living by it, just grabbing my balls and going, uh, for lack of better words. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I just don't really try to overthink it, I guess. Right. And so, I don't know, because I feel like that would set me back if I just overthink it and, like, well, I'm not ready for this and that. So, so, you got, so you've got two EPs out, and then yes. based on the story there. The first EP was not with Ethan no, at 301. Was that was with somebody else. Yeah, I recorded it with a SoundCloud rapper dude out of San Marcos. Like, he had never done acoustic shit with anybody before. He does, like, reggae artists and stuff like that. And only reason I'm not going to name drop him is because he ended up hoeing me at the end. He didn't send me, like, the, uh, the stems to one of my songs. He, like, ghosted me. And I was like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Your shit's probably been twisted into a reggae song somewhere. There. Yeah, you should probably, probably so. You should probably go find his SoundCloud <laughs> profile. They're probably using your music as a bed or something. <laughs> something like that. But yeah, he ended up ghosting me just out of nowhere. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm done recording. Let's just put this shit out. Just so, post it. Let's roll with it. Mm-hmm. Well, at least it's not just on SoundCloud. I mean, yeah. at least you've got it on all the platforms and everything. Yeah. You at least got you know, masters for it and whatnot. So. Right. Yeah. That was the main thing. I was like, well, shit, I guess. Just throw it out there and see what happens. Yeah. But. I, yeah. I mean, not a bad way to do it. Like we said, yeah, the more shots you take, the more right. goals you're going to score. So. Hell yeah. So you drop that one. Uh, that's the one that you're all bulked up on the fr- on the front of. That's yeah. Holding the, on little, the couch. little puppy dog with your, with your gun. I'm My like, boy Paisley. <laughs> Paisley. <laughs> it's a male dog named Paisley. It's the goofiest thing ever. I don't know. I got told yesterday about a dog named Texas, so I don't. <laughs> Goofy dog names are, are nothing to me anymore. They do not phase me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially not with some of the names that these gypsies on Twitter are giving their kids. So none of this <laughs> shit, none of this shit phases me anymore. So you knock out the first DP. Any traction with that one? How did that one do for you? I've I've listened to both um, of them a few times through, and I enjoy both of them, but you know, yeah, I don't know thanks. what the traction is on them. Or, um. The first one was a decent hit back home. Yeah. Mainly because nobody knew I was doing it. And I have a decent size, like, extended family. And they're all, like, texting me, like, what the fuck is this? Are you just goofing off? You know, what is, like, I don't know. Everybody's, like, trying to feel it out. And I'm, like, I don't know. I'm not going to, like, quit my day job just because I dropped an acoustic EP. Like, everybody, I guess, was expecting me to do. Uh, I dropped four songs. Here's my two weeks notice. Yeah. <laughs> we got a residency in Vegas next yeah. week. Get eat, a bus. Eat shit, boss. <laughs> hey, look, if Cody Wolf can get a private plane, so can anybody, right? Boy. <laughs> Cody, if you're listening, I'm still waiting on you to respond to that email. 
because you were supposed to come on this podcast, or le- at least let me help you book a show down here. <laughs> and then you stopped responding after you found out that I was about trying to get you a show down here. <laughs> Face me, coward. <laughs> Anyways, back to Jacob Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, what, is, what is the deal with the whole Cody Wolf thing? I don't get it. I, I, I don't know. It's like, I, is he we've like... Reached, I've, been, I've been emailing him. No shit. I, I have yeah, I no have been up. in contact with Cody Wolf to try to get him on this podcast. A few back and forths. And he said, would love to do the podcast with you, but unfortunately we don't have anything booked in that area right now. So fuck that. Fly your jet down here. The street's big enough. Land it. <sighs> you know. Um <laughs> I think the jet has to exist for that to happen. But <laughs> so like my thing is so we we've never done one of these podcasts over Zoom. Or phone call or anything oh. like that. We have always done them in person, and, yeah. and I I won't do it over Zoom, mm. or you know, unless like fucking Toby Keith or something reaches out and's <laughs> like, "Hey man, love to do a podcast, but I can only do it on <laughs> Zoom." I'd be like, "Okay, maybe we bend the rules a little bit here." Yeah. Like my thing is, I feel like we get a way better product when we're sitting here in the same room together. 100%. You get better sound quality, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think we get a better product when we're sitting here kind of feeding off energy back and forth. Mm-hmm. So we, we've just, we've never done them, even even during COVID. I mean, we started this whole thing during COVID. Yeah. And we still did everything in person, still did everything up front. Right. Um, so my thing with that is, is like, I thought that that was the way he was going to go with it, was like, oh, would love to jump on a Zoom <sighs> with you. But I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to do this in person because yeah. I want to meet you. Yeah, I want to meet you, and I want to read you, and I want to figure what this is. You like, want to see like all out, five foot four of him. I want to figure out what the hell this is and what's going on, <laughs> because I want to know if this is a gimmick or not. Like, if this guy actually thinks he is, like, actually truly thinks he is what he thinks he is. If that makes sense, there was yeah. a lot going on there, but I would love nothing more than to sit down with Cody Wolf and talk to him on this podcast. And, and, and hear his story and hear where he came from and hear how he got to the point that he is at right now. So I, I hope to God one of these days that he does come out here. He told me, he's like, I would love to be on the podcast, but I don't have any shows out there. And I said, who is your booking company? What size rooms do you want to play? Give me that information. I will get you a show out here. Yeah, uh, We've got venues all over the place. I, I will get you a show here. For sure. And I can guarantee you ticket sales. Yeah. Guarantee. 100%. Yeah, they would just see the name. You're like, oh, my God. I, I'm there. I'm yeah. there. We're there. Yeah. People in the Texas country scene see Cody Wolf playing out here. They're going to go. <laughs> they're going to go. Oh, yeah. May, maybe just to haggle him. But. The, look, I, here's the thing. As Jordan Nix told us at Magnolia Motor Lounge the other night when we said we were going to leave a little early, did you buy a ticket? Yeah. I don't give a fuck when you leave. Like, if you, <laughs> I don't even care if you show up. If you bought a ticket, you paid. And Fucking so, Jordan. look, I don't, I don't think Cody cares if people show up just to haggle him or what, as long as they pay their ticket fee at the door. Right. I, you yeah. Know, that's gas in the it's jet. It's all sorted so, out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, Cody Wolf, I, I do hope that you'll get back to me here eventually. I'd love to get you booked somewhere down here. And, He's going to come out of spite now and talk with you. <laughs> I, Look, I hope he doesn't come out of spite. I hope I hope he comes because he genuinely wants to come do the podcast. We, we would love to talk to him. And I know there's a lot of people that we have had on the podcast or that listen to the podcast that would probably love to sit in on his episode and hear what he has to say. So that's, that's my five-minute plea to Cody Wolf to come be on the podcast. So anywho, that is neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. I I don't remember when the last time he emailed me back was, but 
I just hope he helps me book or help, lets me book help him book something down here. Because yeah. I got plenty of people that'll do a show with him. I got plenty of places that will do a show with him. So, again, neither here nor there. So, the second EP just came out. Yes. Not too long ago. Ish. Stuck in a tight place. Yeah. No, not too long ago. How long ago was that? Uh, Three months? It's not been. A month and uh... Shit, I guess only a month and a half. Hold on, I will fact check. It was like November twenty. I was gonna say it's not been that something. long. I mean, it came out. It lo- feels like a while for me. <laughs> it came I'm... out last year. <laughs> <laughs> Little dad jokes there. Yeah. Uh, November eighteenth. I mean, yeah. So hey, yeah, November eighteenth. Huh? November eighteenth. The song Drake. Shout out to shout out to Drake. It's a good song. It is a good song. I didn't know it's where you were going song. with that. Though. Yeah, <laughs> so, I didn't get it either. I was like, shout out oh. to Drake, though. Yeah. Shout out to Jacob Charles for planning that 100%. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, just under two months. Um, we've seen it. I mean, I've seen it all over the Twitter feed and everything. I've seen people talking about it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely. No, it's been badass. That's why I was like, I, I don't know. Anything that comes, I'm just open to it. That's what I'm like. I don't know. Just riding it out. Yeah. Well, and, and you're in with a good with a good group of guys too, over at, over yeah. at 301. No, everybody's been fucking awesome. Anywhere from like everybody at 301 to people who aren't even really 301 like Jordan and uh Parker and people like that. They've just been fucking badass. Yeah, and I know that at this point people are probably like, "Oh, all he does uh, 301 is just fucking kissing ass every single time." And and look, if you haven't figured it out by now in 25 episodes or whatever we've had, if I don't like somebody, I'm just going to say I don't like them. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let my opinions ride here, but, you know, that's a 301. That's a hard ass working group of guys. Yeah. You know, 100%. and everybody is, is there for everybody. They travel well together, support each other really well. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm not even sure that I'm trying to remember how you and I got linked up or how I found your stuff. I think that was just organically on Twitter too. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. That, I don't know that Ethan ever like, Went out of his way to put your name in my ear. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure no, it happened. Ass, I think I DM'd you. I think so. Another I, I do know that thing. you. Yeah, I know that you did DM me at one point. You said, "Hey, you know, if you're looking for people," and I was like, "We absolutely are always looking for people." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I found you organically, probably just through Twitter. I'm sure it was a 301 retweet or something, right. and I was like, "Shit, let's hop on board." Yeah. No hell so, yeah. But very much enjoy the very much enjoyed the most recent EP. Uh, like I said earlier, man, they're both great. I. I like them both, but this this last one. I was trying to go more upbeat. The first one was all sad and sad yeah. and shit. So. Well, and this one feels a little more raw too. It, mm-hmm. it feels a little more, yeah, from the heart. You know, right. Most of them were pretty new ish. Um, besides, until she's gone and hate me, which I mean, I guess that only leaves two other ones. Right. Um. But yeah, other than that, you know, it was all pretty like it. It had only recently gotten fleshed out and figured out to where I was like, okay, I'm comfortable with like playing this. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned earlier, I wanted to circle back to this just to kind of put my two cents in on it. And, and some people love when I do, or you know, maybe not love, but some people are fine when I say this, and Go some people it. don't care for it. But you know, I'm a guy that draws a lot of parallels to influences and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm explaining somebody to a stranger on the right. street, and I'm like, "Hey, you should listen to Jacob Charles." Okay, well, what you know, mm-hmm. what about him? Well, okay, he sounds a little bit like this and this. You know, yeah. try to give them. Right. People that they would know. And you definitely, you talked about the Coetzel thing earlier yeah. and him kind of being a yeah. a beacon of Huge like, hey, man, I could, I could do this. Like, I, you know, I should. Well, I could not necessarily there. like I could do it, but I was like, that looks well, like. Well, but you could fun. do music and have fun with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and 
there's you definitely see the parallels on on the first EP and on I'll take stuck that. in a tight place. I'll take that every day of, of songs <laughs> that are similar to maybe not the stuff that Co's doing now, right? But the stuff that he was doing on out on parole, yeah. And, you know, noise complaint and stuff from back when you right. saw him, you know, a couple of years ago. Then uh, listen to me, I still love Co's music. I'm not saying that anything he's doing now is bad. I'm just saying it's you, you see the difference between right. what he was doing right. and what it is now. Yeah. Um, so I see a lot of that comparison back to his records of old. And I thought about that today as I was listening on the way over here again. I was like, yeah, I kind of see that there. And of course, everybody loves a good murder cheating ballad, too. Yeah. And you've got a couple of those out there. Except so. my fiance, she gets pissed. She's like, why do you only write songs about breakups and cheating? Because <laughs> it's the easiest thing to write songs <laughs> well, about. that's what I tell her. I'm like, have you listened to anybody's? Like, it's all literally just sad songs played in different ways. And I was like, I'm sorry. It's hard to write sappy love songs. I don't like to. I don't know. Just now, come off. What, what, songs, what songs doing the best off of that one? Do you know what's <laughs> like top of the Spotify charts? That's usually what I, that, that's usually what our kind of measure. Spotify measured. on that album? I can pull it up right now. It seems like most everybody I know uses Spotify and I kind of trust the Spotify By charts. By my more listeners, than yeah, everybody yeah. uses Spotify. <laughs> uh, shit, by release. Oh, let me change the date. 28 days. Yeah, because normally I just look at whatever. I just go to the artist page, and then whatever the top one is, like that's the most plays in the last 30 days. Yeah. So the most played one is After All on that one. Okay. Which that one was probably my favorite off of there, too. I think that's probably at your number one, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. I think that's at the top. Yeah. On the fan side of, of Spotify. Right. I'll tell you, though, Until, she go- Until She's Gone is probably my favorite one off of that one. Um, oh, wait. The most recent one? Or Yeah, the most recent one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the most recent one. Uh, the best one is Bones. Bones? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah okay. Well, then Bones is probably at the top, then number yeah. one for for listens last thirty days. But right. no, I think uh, until she's gone, I really enjoy that one, man. I, I like it a lot because it's like a that one surprised me. Yeah, I uh, I wrote that one. Shit, twenty. What was that? Twenty twenty. I just graduated college. Nobody was hiring, and so I ended up working at the Amazon warehouse. And Jeff always needs people. Hated that. <laughs> Piss on Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I don't know, like, the the jokes about uh, how, you ever seen, like, the memes about, like, the person who has a headache, and it's like Jeff Bezos when his workers go to empty their piss bottles from their stations? Yes. That's so true. That's literally the truest thing ever. Like it I'm is, not surprised. It is a <laughs> shitty environment to work in. I don't care what their commercials say or what, it just sucks. And I was there during COVID, so it's like, during your breaks, you go to the break area, and everybody has their own table. The tables are six feet apart. So it's like, you don't know anybody there. And I was working the night shift too. And you can't have music. You can't listen to it. It can't be played out loud. They don't play music. You hear beep, beep, beep. Just like the Just bullshit robots and shit, shit going all night. Yeah. I was dreaming about oh. it. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD. And I would high. work from like 7.30 p.m. to like 5 in the morning. And so like I had my Apple watch and like I would like text people over the voice thing because i was like that's not too obvious over like a video camera or something and but then everybody would go to bed by midnight so i was stuck the last five hours just in my own fucking head so Jesus. i've never understood jobs like that like labor jobs that won't let you listen to music i didn't get it either it's probably probably have some safety i'm sure it's safety for it. the forklifts or something like that yeah. you got to be able to hear machines coming mm-hmm. or so somebody probably stepped out with their freaking beats on and got ran over by a forklift or some <laughs> <Yeah>. shit <laughs> i'm glad you thought that was funny sam 
death is not a laughing matter. It's just serious injury. <laughs> I get, yeah, no, I guess. But to me, a flesh wound, how does he say it? On, uh, y'all ever seen Monty Python? <laughs> yes. It's but a scratch. It's, it's but a scratch. Like arms and legs are gone. He's rolling around. That's the, the Bezos health insurance plan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I gotta have music no matter what I'm doing. I let my kids listen to music in class and stuff. Like yeah. I'm just like, look, I, I know how I work, and it's way better with music. So 100%. listen to fucking music if you want to. So yeah, no, I like the uh, until she's gone, man. I really enjoyed that one just because it's like, oh, that's where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one surprised me. So like, when it's I okay. Went, we were shitting on Bezos for a minute. Yeah. That's fine. When I went and I met up with uh, Ethan and Parker because Parker did the tracks of uh, the guitars on that. And just to like pitch songs, and so you could hear them. And then I sent him like the lyrics and the breaks and shit like that. Um, when I pitched it to him, I pitched Bones, Monster, and uh, Hate Me. And then I did a fourth one, and Ethan and Parker were like, mm, I don't think that one was your best writing. It was like a, one that I just scratched up, and I was like, you know, it's pretty good. I'll throw it on there. And they're like, I don't think it's your best writing. You know, do you have another one? And until she's gone, is one that I just pulled out from like a notes page from yeah a year and a half before right and so it just kind of worked out and that one really surprised me like how it came out i was pretty proud of that so it's very much a grass is always greener on the other side kind of song that's how i feel about right. it it's, it's you know you want those things until you have those things and all of a sudden it's like yeah shit maybe i was better off in the first place and right one of my one of my favorite songs of all time is is by wilson pickett and it's called don't let the green grass fool you and that's like I drew a tie there. Yeah. You know, and you may never heard that song in your life. And that's probably not. You know, it's just a, it's, it's an old, old Motown kind of song, but yeah, I drew the connection there. Cause it's like, you know, Hey, you don't have that thing. So you think Mm -hmm. you want that thing, but then as soon as you have the thing, it's like, okay, maybe this is not all that great. And so I saw a lot of that in that song, but again, that was another one that just felt raw. Like that was another one that felt like, you poured your heart and soul into paper when you wrote that one. Yeah. It's, it's shit you'd been through. And we all know by now that when you write about those experiences and you write from the heart about the things that you've been through and the things that you've done, A, it's easier to write that stuff, but B, it translates a lot better to the audience. Right. And that that feeling of power and emotion and stuff yeah. translates better through the speakers. Right. And that's what, I don't know, when I write, I try not to be like too specific. Um, just, I don't know. Um, I just try to like encompass or try to encompass like everybody that could feel something by it. I feel like sometimes you lose stuff um, when you start like being really specific. Um, I don't know. Cause like somebody might not relate to a certain like very specific thing, like my last name or some shit like that. Right. Um, and so I don't, I don't know. I try to be almost general with it, but not too general to where it's just like a song about nothing because it's just a bunch of general shit. Yeah, it's well, and I think that you know, and this is keep in mind coming from somebody who's never written any kind of music or anything like that. But I think that it's from the outside looking in, it seems like you've got to find that balance as a songwriter of like this is for me, but mm-hmm. other people right. can relate to it as yeah. well. Like you have to find that middle ground of this song is for me. I need this song to, you know, either let go of whatever demon that was holding me down or right. to just kind of get these feelings out. But at the same time, I need it to be written in a way that somebody who's in a situation that may be similar but not exactly the same can be like, damn, this guy's like writing about my life. Right. Like, I feel this. And I feel like that's the golden road that if you can find it as a songwriter, it takes you a very long yeah. ways. I think a big thing about that is like just taking criticism. Just like 
listening to what they're saying, not being offended like, oh, they're trying to change my shit, you know? Like, I mean, you might feel that initially. It's just your human reaction, like, oh, they didn't like what I just produced. But, I mean, you just have to just, like, shove that shit out. And right. I don't know, because I'll do that a lot. I'll Like, when I have a new one, I'll, like, do a little um, voice demo or whatever the hell they're called on iPhone. I'll send it to, like, Ethan. I'll send it to, um, like, Cade. Uh, I'll send it to one of my buddies um, just to get, like, a bunch of, like, different perspectives on it. And I don't know. That's what I appreciate, like, honest criticisms of, like, all all of my stuff because I'm like, if it's bad and I'm writing bad shit, tell me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, don't let me just run around out here and, like, try to, you know, advertise this shit. And everybody's like, this guy blows. Right. <laughs> Well, and that definitely, like you said earlier, that that helps. That's one of those instances where it certainly helps to have a a producer with a mind for the game mm-hmm. and, and people around that you. Even in your like circle. other artists, like Cade Anson, he's yeah. huge in helping me write. Um, Shout out to Cade. One yeah. less town to leave just came out. Hell yeah, banger. Yeah, 100%. I think that song is going to do really well for him. Oh, I yeah. really do for sure. No, it's not been sure. out, not been out, but a week or two. But I think yeah. it's I think that long. I thought it dropped this week. I think it's just been I a week. I think I'm, I'm saying like just this. Oh week. yeah, this, this week. past week. Yeah. Yeah, I think that song is going to do really well for him. I, I've I've had it on repeat. I think it's probably already on my on repeat playlist on Spotify. But damn, yeah, it's a good fucking song, dude. Yeah, banjo and fiddle and everything going. Oh yeah, shit, man. It's, it's got like, that's all, all the intricacies yeah. there. <clears throat> it's got the little pieces of it. Once you listen to it seven, eight, ten times through, you start hearing that other stuff in the background and start hearing, like you said, those little intricacies. And mm-hmm. I think that song is going to do well for him. I hope they push it to radio and everything and try to get try yeah. to get some play on that. But hundred no, percent. Um. Yeah, can't say enough good things about the 301 camp, though, honestly. And, and you know, all the guys that we've had in here from 301, right. they just, you know, hopefully the audience listening can, you know, can draw their own conclusions about 301 just based on the guys that we've had in here and, and based sure. on the, the kind souls that we've had in that yeah. seat, you know. Um, I, I don't know what his criteria is for, for picking guys to work with, and but he he obviously knows what he's doing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he keeps it under know, wraps, but yeah, seems to be working for he him. He probably doesn't even tell me. I don't know. Yeah, it seems to be working. If he did tell me, I was probably drunk. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. There's know. worse things to be, I guess. Yeah, something like that. So you mentioned the. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this because I think that we have been in one of these spaces together before. But you, you mentioned the, using the voice memos to kind of share music back and mm-hmm. forth, and that made me think about something that kind of started during COVID, which was the. The Twitter spaces, and I oh, think yeah. I think Twitter started that maybe because of COVID, yeah. to like just give everybody another opportunity to kind of connect with one another. But it seems like I don't know about four months ago or so, and it may have been going on three or four months ago, maybe longer. Uh, but where it kind of started to make its way to me uh-huh. um, was about those three four month window where they were doing Twitter spaces for singer songwriters. Yeah, and it was enter the space. Put your Ro- phone down. Rosemond, Rosemond. Yeah, Rose. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't he, know how he to was, say. His, I've never met him in person. I have not either, and I'm really pissed off because he yeah, was at he the was South just, Texas Tweak Show Thursday yeah. night. We were in a soccer tournament, so I couldn't go. But Zach was there, and Ethan was there. Yeah. Everybody went to that. I was pissed. Seth Jones and his wife, I think, were there. Cade was there too. Cade was there. was there. So yeah, I'm pissed. I didn't get to go. I almost drove from east of Dallas back to Mags. Yeah. We played 10 minutes from Mags. We drove an hour and a half back to the school, and I almost drove an hour and a half back to Mags just to go see the guys for a couple of minutes. But right. I was fucking wiped. I was exhausted. But yeah. um, 
anyway, roundabout way of getting back to the spaces. But yeah, they started doing like singer songwriter spaces. Like, hey, just come mm-hmm. in here and bring your ideas and let's talk music. And um, I got a notification one night, and I think it was, I think it was Rosemont that was doing one, mm-hmm. and, and I just popped in there, and I was like, huh, interesting. Let's see who all's in here. Like, let's yeah. see, let's see what kind of talent this is. Like, this reminds me of when. I used to go to singer-songwriter things on Sunday afternoons at some shithole bar and right. all of a sudden like find my new favorite yeah. singer-songwriter. And there were there were a bunch of guys in those, and you were definitely, I think, one of them. There was a kid, uh there was a kid from South Texas uh named Jake Botello. Jake mm-hmm. Botello Botello. He was in there, uh, and I liked his stuff a lot. I haven't had a chance to connect with him. Did you ever get into any of those? I don't know if I ever saw I, you. I was one of in them and I think after the first or second one that I was in, I think they made they promoted me to be able to like speak. Yeah. You know, like the host gives you permission to speak. Right. You're not just a listener. But I don't know. I, I I would like sit it out like while I was doing something to try to listen, and then I would like get caught up and come back and be like, oh shit, it's over. You know, I was trying to like jump in, but I, I never did. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's why I always definitely wanted to get in those, but it just never panned out for me. Well, I've been considering maybe hosting a space a week. Should. On the podcast page, just hosting a space a week, like on a Sunday night or something, and fuck, I don't know, seeing who shows up. Yeah, and just say, hey, bring you know, pop your guitar in here. Let's mm-hmm. do a fucking songwriter circle. Yeah. I don't know. No, that's, that's a cool that. thing though. Shout out to Twitter. I, I'm not big on big tech and stuff like that, but yeah. you know, I, I think some of those things have have done well. Uh, and you definitely there were a lot of talent pools. Now there for every for every good space, I think there's like 35 spaces that aren't worth a shit and are just talking about <laughs> random crap. But um, you know, maybe that's maybe that's a way we go with it to just try to get some other talent, mm-hmm. try to get some names out there and stuff. So well, definitely super cool and easy access type thing. Yeah, man, do it from home. Everybody yeah. can just sit in and listen to it. So, huh? Hundred percent. Maybe we check that out. Jacob, do beans go in chili? Man, I saw that shit, and I was like, I don't really care. My The biggest uh, slander I would probably take is, like, does ketchup go in chili? I don't know, because, like, I put ketchup on everything. Yeah, so. ketchup, cheese, and onions go in my chili. Yeah, so see, and that's a lot. Maybe, maybe that's an Oklahoma thing, because I grew up there, and there, we put ketchup in everything, too. I don't yeah, know. I, don't, I mean, it's a central <laughs> Texas thing for me. You put I'll, ketchup in your chili, Sam? I, I put ketchup I mix, on a lot I, of sometimes, things. Sometimes, yeah. Dude, I put like a cup of cheese and some ketchup in there. And I definitely stir it cheese, up and go. a little bit of some crackers or Fritos or something going on in there. Like unless it's like I a see, pastry or something. I'm, I'm I don't a, think I can't. I, I crush the, the crackers and oh yeah, all put that. it in there. Yeah. yeah, I can't. Maybe dip some bread. I'm in. not gonna put bread. Yeah, homemade bread. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't put chili with beans on a Frito pie. I get that. I yes. just I can't. I I don't know why. I I'm get just, that. I want like canned Wolf brand, no bean chili on my Frito pie. I just same with chili dogs. Though. Shout out to shout out to my boy Coach P uh, that I work with. He brought a Frito chili pie one day and didn't eat it. And he was like, "Hey, do you want this?" And I was like, "Dude, I love Frito chili pie." Well, I busted the chili bowl <laughs> open and it was like just a bunch of beans and meat. I was like, "Beans." <laughs> there's a specific type of chili for everything. There is. Like, there's a type of chili you eat when it's cold in a bowl by itself with some cheese and crackers and onions, and that's like a chili with, like, a broth in it and, like, a soup chili. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a chili you eat on a hot dog. That's like a thick, chunky chili with no beans. Yep. That's yeah. the same type of chili you put on, like, a Frito pie. I don't know. I, I've just never given much thought to it because I'll just eat it. I don't know. It would have to taste really ungodly bad for me to be like, I'm not eating your chili. 
Yeah. That's I don't know. I'm I'm ten out of ten. Like, because when I'm hungry, I'm just hungry. Like, I don't know. Like, well, when I get angry, a... I don't even like. I'm just like I can't focus. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me. I have to eat. It's like if I'm driving to, I don't know, like I'll eat gas station food. And, and you know what? Seven Elevens have pretty good gas station food. You know, I haven't been in a Seven Eleven since they've done their revamp of everything. Yeah, Seven Elevens are badass. Some of these revamps these companies do work out really well. I worked at Domino's for like four or five years, and I got there right in the middle of the revamp from like really crappy pizza to yeah. honestly, like dead ass, probably the top fast mm-hmm. food pizza chain. Yeah. And maybe I need to go check it. Now, I don't know that I'm all in on the pizza at 7-Eleven, but like maybe they've been promoting that know. a lot. It's pretty good. Then again, I mean, I was moving furniture and hungry, so. Man, nothing beats the, <laughs> nothing beats Allsup's, though. That's the problem. Ooh. Nothing beats an Allsup's burrito. That is. Oh, you've never been to Allsup's? No. Oh Dog, how God. close I is just, an Allsup's to us right now? I, I just I heard about them, but. Deadass, how close is I an Allsup's to us right this second? Because I haven't <laughs> eaten lunch. Uh, the closest also. I packed a sandwich because I'm fucking broke. <laughs> is 29 miles away. Oh, that's rushed. That's not that far, but like that's pretty far. It's 45 minutes in Azel. Oh no, that's the opposite direction yeah. of where everybody has to go. Yeah. So never mind. <laughs> well, okay. if you ever pass an also, swing in there and get you a, a bean and cheese burrito or a chili burrito or whatever, and definitely got to get the flautas. The chicken and cheese flautas, flautas are the way to go, dude. Yeah. Make sure they've been sitting there for like three hours, though. That's like the <laughs> the, the pinnacle of gas station food. Yeah. They're nice and warmed up. Yep. I'm 10 out of 10 beans and chili, though. I'm just getting that out there now. We're going to lose some followers for that. I don't really care. Yeah. Like, chili was literally invented as a poor man's meal, and beans are filler, and that's exactly what they are. And yeah, beans go in chili, depending on the chili style. Hey, just kind of off topic. Did we ever talk to Dalton about the ketchup thing? When he was on what, the pod, what ketchup thing? When you remember he was all like Heinz over Hunts, and it was like, oh no, we didn't. But Heinz is number one over yeah, all Heinz ketchups. Yeah, definitely best ketchup. Another thing I don't give a shit about. I buy the cheap kind because I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> you got to splurge, bro. Heinz ketchup and Charmin toilet paper. Those are the two things I'm gonna yeah. splurge on every For single time sure. because number one, Heinz ketchup is superior, and number two, I don't need a <laughs> prostate exam when I'm wiping my ass, so I'm going Charmin all the way. I could see that. Got to be quality in those two then things. Then again, though, I'm used to... And Hellman's mayonnaise. That's it. Those are the three <laughs> things I'm going all the way on. Oh, uh, you don't like Miracle Whip, huh? Oh, I love Miracle Whip. Oh, I, I meant, see... Just not on certain things That's so or weird. Shit. I had this conversation literally yesterday with our head Miracle coach. Whip. Because the fridge... We got Whataburger on the way home from the game, and the fridge had Miracle Whip in it. He's like, dude, I'm sorry. There's only Miracle Whip. And I was like, what are you sorry for? Yeah. He's like, oh, good, I love Miracle Whip. And I was like, dude, me too. I'm in that weird camp that I love real mayonnaise and I love Miracle Whip. Uh, Most people are one or the other. No, I'm unbiased towards both. I grew up putting, like, Miracle Whip on sandwiches and stuff. It doesn't bother me. I can't imagine putting that on a salad, though. Like, isn't that that supposed to go on a salad? That's what it's supposed to be is dressing. I cannot imagine putting Miracle Whip on a salad. I think it's supposed to be a combination of mayonnaise and salad dressing. I don't know that it necessarily goes on salad. Maybe to make make like a ranch or some shit? I don't know. Okay, what do you splurge on then? What do I splurge on? Do you splurge on on anything? Yeah, like is there any name brand anything that you feel like you have (laughs) to have? Like you have to have that name brand. It's not beer. I drink Keystone and Mountain Piss. I'm not, I'm not mad about shit. that. Even, even I, don't, I don't know, I'm not a regular smoker, but when I smoke cigarettes, I don't give a shit what it is. If I smell one, I'm just like, This hey, man's smoking Pall Malls. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll smoke a Pall Mall. I'll smoke a Traffic. I don't care. Oh, my God. 
So you go to Walmart and you're just like straight great value brand or what? Yeah. I mean, I'm not shitting on him for that yeah. though, because like no. 95% of the stuff we do is, is well, if store I brand too. If but I wasn't it's as those three broke things. as I am now, I probably wouldn't. But I mean, like right now it's Sunday and I got to make it to Friday on 85 bucks. So it's kind of like I felt that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't talk. Don't talk to Sam about any of this. He I'm bought, not asking he for it, sympathy. That either infinity in the garage he just bought yesterday. Hey, so hey, don't hey, talk to him about hey, anything. Hey, I'm not paying on that. Don't look at me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm not a, asking for sympathy either, though. It's definitely self-inflicted. <laughs> I'm just glad you have. Hey, I'm just glad you have two cars now, and I don't have to come to you every single time we want to do something. Uh, no, I'm, we're selling the other one. I fucking hate you. <laughs> it has to go to the shop. Yeah, you got hit. No, well, hey, guess what? You're gonna get hit here in a minute. <laughs> get hit. Buy a second bitch. car. Please, no. So that you can go places. Well, <laughs> she's about to work from home, so it doesn't really matter. I need like a scooter. I guess it wouldn't help. I'm gonna, though, I'm gonna commit not... acts of violence against you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. So hate much. crimes. <laughs> oh my god! How long have we been doing this? I don't know. I ask this every episode, every and that's one. normally my way of saying like I feel like we've been going for a while. Oh wow, we're ready. To Damn, an hour on the dot. That's actually perfect because that's about the time we need to transition into doing some sing songs. I'm not an artist, so nobody out there should be pissed about the way that I Drake. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Drake. Yeah. No, you're good. Oh, fuck. Well, what what do you got coming up, man? Anything? Any? any I know that you just dropped the EP. Yeah, I'm so it's hard new to say to the whole that there's things thing. in the works. Uh, well, I mean, kind of is. Um, I don't. know. Ethan will probably be pissed me talking too much, but you want to call him right now? I will call this dude right now. Call him. I'll call him answers. right now. I'll be like, hey, he's, he's gonna be like, tell that bitch to shut up. What can we talk about and what I can we not like, talk about? I feel like we call somebody every other episode. Well, this call, board, call Jordan too. I haven't heard from him. This in a while. board <laughs> supposedly has the ability. Oh, I'm not gonna call him. He's a steamboat. Yeah. I can't bother him for that. This board supposedly has the ability to run phone calls through it. We need to figure out how to do it. I just don't know how. <laughs> We figured it out, remember? It worked for that two seconds. Yo. Ethan Whitaker, live on the 301 Productions slash Hymns on the Highway podcast. Somehow he always sneaks in an episode. Oh, my God. What's going on? What are you doing, man? (laughs) Dude, I'm... uh, (laughs) Are you with Yankee Chuck? Am I with who? Yankee Chuck. Yankee Chuck? The, oh, Zach started that when we were playing uh, Xbox. He oh. calls me Yankee Chuck. I don't even know where yeah, the fuck Yeah, I haven't got. heard yet about Yankee Chuck yet, but yes, <laughs> we're here with apparently Yankee ego. Chuck. Yeah, man. Um, I'm about to record a little bit. I'm just hanging out at the house drinking some iced coffee with uh, Gunshot Pockets. Gunshot Pockets, iced my boy. Tell that man I said what's good. I will. How y'all doing, man? We're, Everybody feeling all right? We're good, man. We're feeling great. We're we're kind of damn near at the end of this episode already, wrapping things up. But I asked uh, I asked Jacob over there, or Yankee Daddy, or whatever the hell you said his name was, <laughs> Yankee um, Daddy, what what he's got in works and what's coming up. But he said he wasn't sure oh what he was gosh. at liberty to talk about. And I know you're kind of closed door he's guy at on liberty that. To, listen, here's the deal. Here's what's going down. Hold <laughs> up. Yeah. So this is what's really going down. Yankee Chuck's going to have some full band stuff come out within the next three months. He seems surprised. He seems very surprised with the look on his face with the time window. I don't know why he seems surprised because I'd be telling this motherfucker every day that (laughs) shit's in the works. So you said three months and he said three months. (laughs) Yeah, three months, three months. Something's coming out with drums on it. 
Okay. You understand me? Okay. So so within three months we're gonna get some we're gonna get some full band fucking gnar. Yeah. If it fuck, even if it kills me. Okay. Fair enough. Anything else we should know about? Um. So Yankee Chuck, Randy Hoyt, and Zach Welch, and Kobe Routon and Cougar Mormon are going to pl- be playing at Cheatham Street on February third and February. Tent. Those are both Thursdays. Thursday shows. It's be the most big fucking acoustic jam you ever been to. It's gonna make your panties, your drawers, or just anything fall off. It doesn't matter. Everything's gonna fall off. You're gonna enter the room, and also Jacob Charles is gonna be naked. This is all. <laughs> so, so what I'm hearing is you might as well show up with no pants on because they're gonna get blown off as soon as you walk in the door. Absolutely. Oh, you, know, you gotta stop doing like, these on Thursdays though, dog. We want to come to these things. Hey man, you know or do, uh, or, the next or do day, February eleventh up, up here. February eleventh, me and Randy are playing in Kyle. Okay, yeah. that's possible. That's, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is this is the deal. I would love to, but you know, you just got to get in when you're where you fit in right now. And uh, you know, I'm a big know, guy. It's hard to fit that's me fair. in everywhere. That's fair. Just doing well, everything we can. Well, damn it. Let's find a venue and get these dudes playing up here, like on a Friday night, and get Seth Jones and all the fucking rowdy motherfuckers around here. Let's. Well, we got work to do. You and me got work to do. Yeah, man. You know. You know. You saw how I answered. Just fucking call me. Hey, I know. How, hey, look. There's you one. There's one person in my like phone that. that I know answers the phone right off the bat. If there was a gun to my head, I know who I'm calling, and it's Ethan Whitaker. <laughs> That's facts. Hey, and one more thing. Fly Eagles fly. And fuck the Packers, okay? <laughs> fly Eagles. Oh, and I, and hey, I that think, was. Hey, I that was. Fly Eagles fly in the most ironic way because they fucking suck. That was Scorigami. That was Scorigami last night. You know that? <laughs> That's just like those fifty-one twenty-six, bro. Scorigami. Like the one thousand. Scorigami, bro. The one thousand. It was the one thousand seventy-second unique score in yeah. NFL history. <laughs> That's, that's insanity right there. Score a kicker sucks. Donkey cock. Boy, he does. Everybody should cut Greg Zerline. If we take Greg Zerline to the postseason, we are fucked. Oh my this is God. what I think we should do. I think we should release him, and every team in the NFL should pick him up for a day and then release him after that. Just, Just ruin his Christmas. Him. Yeah, ruin, dude, ruin him in a month. And then we let Gunshot Pockets be the kicker. Yeah, I think Travis could boot it. They have the same haircut. He's got to do better than Greg Zerline, right? Yeah, honestly. What is it, like 35 yards now or some shit? Yeah, not even that far. (laughs) We're talking like a a whole hundred feet, bro. (laughs) It's not that bad. All right, dog, we're going to wrap this podcast up, but we wanted to to get words straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah, man, it's all here. But y'all take care of Jacob. I miss him very much. We will take good care of him, and you and, and I, I will be in touch. Too. Hey, we miss you, but now you're up here. I know. It's going to be great, man. Hey, I'm going to do all types of things together. I'm going to text you, though, because I see y'all be playing Xbox and stuff together. And, uh, oh, yeah, you, you got to get, get on, on this. We're I, about, about to be on the Twitch game. I'm ready to go. Twitch? I'm ready to go. Hey, I got a Twitch. And Sam's oh. got a Twitch, dog. What are we doing? Oh, shit. What are we okay. doing? You need to tell yeah, we're Ethan to, different to get search. We're, we're, we're on it, bro. I'll text you. All right. Bet. All right, dude. Talk to you later. This is- Bye. 
that, that guy. That's Cap. He does not answer the phone every fucking time. It's just for you. Nah, well, that's because him and I are working. Yeah. Because him and I are working. He always knows I'm up to some bullshit. He's like, what? And when I what say, do you want? And when I say working, it's we have a ton of ideas that we have. Like It's, it's networking. It's just a bunch of ideas that we would really love to implement, but neither of one of us have any kind of time to implement any of our ideas. It's networking, quote unquote. That's pretty much exactly what it is. But That's what Jordan told me. He was like, it's networking, bro. And then we go out to the tap and get hammered. <laughs> I got COVID at the tap. Shout out to the tap. <laughs> I love you guys, though. Y'all are like my favorite bar down there, no doubt. Oh, I can't believe I said that. I love the Dixie Chicken, though. Dixie Chicken's a restaurant. There you go. I'm going a, I'm to a cap it that way. I'm so biased. I like all San Marcos bars. That's fair. I don't. I don't know. That's like, well. It's like it's like vacationing at, at Fort as, Worth, dog. That's where you yeah. spend all your time. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess no, but it's like I prefer San Marcos bars over College Station bars. I see. I can't. I can't provide an opinion on that because I've never been to San Marcos before. Yeah. I, I need to come down to the square. I guess. College Station is a lot more stingy on the liquor that they give you than San Marcos. Like, if you order a shot in San Marcos, it's a shot. If you order a shot... Breaking that, news, Jacob Charles says, fuck Texas A&M and everybody in College Station. Ooh, I mean... <laughs> Hot take. Not, not everybody, but the place in general. Oh, and then he doesn't... Not a huge fan. And then he doesn't redact it. He, sta- <laughs> he doubles down on the statement. On the location, yes. I only go there for the people. If it was just the town, I'd be like, I'm not going. Okay, well, hey, that's, that's, one, just that's one man's opinion. We, we love us... One man's opinion. We love us some College Station, and the we love the tap. Although I would love to play at the venues, though. I'm oh, not okay. discriminating. Oh, it's so, he, so he shits on everybody down there, and then is like, but wait, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> now nah, we've done a couple episodes from the tap. We love the guys at the tap, guys and yeah. gals down there. I don't know the tap is fun. I will yeah. say that. The tap's fun. Love the tap. I love the Dixie Chicken and the history that it represents. And honestly, those are the only bars I've ever been to down there. So I need to go to some more bars, I guess. Said, you know, I guess I don't ever. hate the place. I just enjoy... St. Marcus more, but I'm biased. Fair enough. <laughs> well, what do you say? You want to play a couple songs for us? We're gonna wrap this. We're gonna wrap this little thing up here, and we're, sure. gonna, we're gonna roll this out this week, dog. It's gonna be out quick. Hell yeah! We had a good episode today. We didn't have to feel like we have to cut anything. Do yeah. you? Yeah. Cut plug some shows, dude. Plug anything you want. We don't. We, we normally do friends. that at the end, but whatever, dude. I don't oh, care. I'll do that. At no, the you're end. just jumping the gun now. So no, it's do your podcast, end. dude. I'll you do just do whatever end. you want, man. <laughs> we'll I, just give you the gear. You I just, just thought just, it was just tunes and then end of story. Nah, man. We'll do. Uh, you can plug now if you want. I got no problem with that. No, do it's okay. I'll plug it at the end. We'll just like you like to do. Normally we do the show and yeah, then, we'll do the yeah, and then we'll do that, and then we just do all the plugs at the end. Yeah, don't let me ruin the agenda. Because I don't want here. anybody to leave once they find out where to find you, and right. they're like, oh, I don't need to hear anything else. That's fair. Yep, People do no. that, man. People suck. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. Not our audience, though. Our audience is great. <laughs> we still get the stream, though. Hey, still got that stream, though. What is it, 30 seconds and you can Hey, still hit, though. 60? 60? Yeah, 60 seconds, and that counts. About to start for, you guys, though, for you guys, though, it's like five, I think. No, it's 30. Is it 30? Yeah. Huh. Well, it sucks if you put out a minute and a half song. Yeah. You gotta listen to a third of it. They might as well just go all the way through with it. All right. Well, let's do that. Let's sound check up, and then we'll bounce to some tunage. Cool. If I can figure out where the stop button is at. All right. So we are sound checked up. We are good to go. I finally found the stop button so I can figure out how to actually run a podcast these days. But sitting over there, Jacob has got the uh, got the old guitar out. Ready to tell us some stories, sing some murder ballads, and something like that. Have some damn fun with it. Sing you a new one too. Come on, man. Play as many. It was against Ethan's better judgment, but 
Hey, play Zach his, was there, and he was like, fuck it, swing it. Play as many or as few as you want, man. It's all you. Go for it. Got you. There we go. Uh, this first one is uh, off my second EP, and it's called Bones. Somebody call the house and tell my girl I found who did me wrong. Hell, I know everything that she was hiding from me all along. And then hang up that phone and call up on me the goddamn long. Cause I'm gonna lay there in that 12 by 12 till all I am is bones. And don't you try to stop me Don't stand in my way She's already going to hell And now he's gotta pay They'll be together for some time When they're laying in the morgue And when I see that judge I'll blame it on that evil cheating whore And then we'll go to church and have ourselves a little funeral And then their bones will lay there in the dirt Forevermore Yes, sir. A little something like that. A little murder ballad. I love them. I love (laughs) a little cheating murder ballad, man. That's, I mean, that's some of the best music you can write right there. That one's fun. That one was fun to write and record and all the above. We'll just let everybody else guess if it's a true story or not (laughs) until the statute of limitations runs out. (laughs) A little double jeopardy action. Until I get called in for a court hearing. Like, that's not my song. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to tell you who wrote it, but uh, it's not mine. That's Janky Daddy's song. I don't fucking know who that's. I, I, I have no idea. Chuck. Yankee Chuck's song. I have no idea who Yankee Chuck is. <laughs> you should ask that Zach Welch guy, yeah. though. He seems to be really familiar with him. He has another killing song, too. Ada. Man, you gotta, gotta be careful with your killing songs now. It yeah. might come back to bite you in the ass one of these days. <laughs> what else you got for us? Oh, shit. This next one uh, is called Chemically Insane. Um, is she a brand new one? Uh, one of them, yeah. Uh, it'll probably be on the next um, EP, full band, whatnot. It'll come out. Come on. It'll be you. on that list of it'll be the out next eventually. three months. Yeah. You'll, you'll get it when you get it. <laughs> Quit asking questions. Right. No, th- this one will come out next with the rest of the songs. Um, but this one's, uh, it's just, for lack of better words, about addiction. So Come on. Rolling with it.
Wake up in the morning and reach for the bottle by my bed. I refuse to go through another day dealing with the sober head. Heat it up, then burn it down just enough to make me feel alive. Falling into comatose as I crawl my way into the light. Because I'm chemically insane. Cover up the scars from my hobby as I go to step outside. How do I avoid the conversations about my bloodshot eyes? Caught up in the lie of serotonin running circles in my brain Trying to make sense of my reality as I slip away I told you when you and I were first DMing back and forth, you asked me what I thought about the record. I think I said something about kind of the the ghosty grunge kind of yeah. vibe to it. Definitely got that there for nice. sure, man. And nice. and you take it and you run with it, and you do a damn good job with it, too. I think your voice complements that kind of uh, harrowing storytelling really well. I listened to a lot of, uh, I don't know, I wrote a lot during uh, the COVID right when it started. Because uh, I was in school, and then, um, you know, we got all sent home. It was all online or whatever. So I went back home to work, and I was helping my grandpa with, like, 
farming stuff like that and it's really monotonous but i had music all day long for eight nine hours a day right and i listened to a lot of like tyler childers and stuff like that cody west um austin mead co stuff like that so some of the big guns yeah though <laughs> yeah. those are like a lot of my biggest like lyrical and instrumental uh influences yeah, yeah that's the yeah word. you can yeah, you, you can definitely see those party lines being crossed, man. You definitely kind of see how everything culminates and comes together. So yeah. it's good shit, man. Hell yeah, very thanks. Much. I'm, I'm very excited to see what see what comes of a of a full band uh, a full band record. I think you, your voice, like I said, I think complements acoustic music extremely well. Thanks. So it'll be very cool to see uh, what that looks like with a full you know three or four piece behind you. And Hopefully, badass. Hey, <laughs> I mean, I'm a betting man, so I'd put my I'd put my money down right. on it that it's going to be so. I'm sure it's it's one of those games I like to play with myself where I'm like, huh. So we hear these songs acoustic. I don't remember who it was we talked to on the – I think it was Ben Kadlicek when we had him on. I, I got to hear him do some stuff acoustic. Uh, but then I got to hear the produced version of it by mm-hmm. somebody else, and it was just completely different than what I had ever imagined, but it was so good. Really? And that's always – it's a game I like to play with myself. We hear you guys come in here, you know, pre-album and, right. and do the acoustic songs, and you're like, yeah, this song's going to be on the album, but – you know what the average listener's got to understand is that song is probably not going to sound anything like that yeah. on a full band record. Probably not. You know, it, it it may be a damn punk rock and roll kick-ass going song. I guess a little inside. That's probably the vibes I'm probably going to go for. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we see a lot of it. I'm, so not, I'm just it would, really it into it. It would not surprise me. Really into it. I just love it, and so I don't know. I grew up listening to I don't know back home. It was ninety seven point seven. It was like a rock channel. So. Yeah. Oh, grew up on that shit. Kind of. uh, the influences definitely come through. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, you know, and, and everybody will always have a complaint about the way music is going, and you, you'll always have a crowd of people that are happy with the way it's going, and you always have a crowd of people that are pissed off with the way that it's going. It's but. very rare that there's bad music. It just doesn't fit their taste. Yeah. Doesn't, fit the, doesn't fit the narrative, and that's all it is. So, yeah. shit, man, good music's good music. It's the way I've always looked at it. It doesn't matter what it is. doesn't matter what genre it is. Good shit's going to connect with people, and... Oh yeah, you know you'll find your feelings for it for sure. So we'll do some plugging, man. Tell everybody where uh, where the shows are. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media. If you want to plug some of the homies, this, All is, right. this is your time. Do what you want with it. <laughs> uh, so on the fourteenth of January, I'm doing a song swap at the Jolly Fox with Kobe Routon and Logan. Fuck, forgive me for fucking up your last name, Janky Yankee. I don't know. J a h n k e. He has a shit ton of uh, TikTok like followers and stuff like that. Well, so there you go. I don't know. They probably know how to say his name, but anywho, Logan Jank. We'll just say Jank, yeah. Jank, yeah. something like that. <laughs> Where's that one at? The Jolly Fox Jolly down Fox. there in Hunts Vegas, Hunts Vegas, Huntsville, Texas. Yeah, action. that one's actually this coming Friday, uh, January fourteenth, and then uh, after that, it'll be the acoustic show at Cheatham Street on February third. That's a Thursday, um, and then the following. Thursday, February 10th is another acoustic show. Those will be big. I don't have the exact lineup for those. Ethan said it on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, Ethan went back on some of it. That, one, that first one, if that's the same lineup for both of them, those are both going to be bangers. If you're down yeah. there in that Central Texas area, I would definitely recommend getting over for those. 100%. And then, um, whatchamacallit, February 11th, the day after the second Cheatham show, uh, Papa Jacks with Randy Hoyt and Kyle. Um, and then... Two weeks after that, um, playing at a Cigar Vault East uh, in Austin, um, and that'll be February 26th on Saturday. 
There you go. So, and that one's BYOB, so bring it on. Plenty of opportunities to see the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Jacob Charles. Social media plugs, man, where's everybody find you at? Where's everybody keep up with what's going on? Uh, both of them are pretty similar. Uh, I don't have a Facebook yet, but Twitter is Jacob Charles. Um, you'll find it. <laughs> I don't know. There's not a whole lot of other ones. You'll see a, a man with a blue hat and a guitar. And then on Instagram, same thing, just Jacob Charles um, or Jacob Charles Music. Um, you'll find it. Get you there one way or the other. Yep. All right. Any, any they homies? all have my link trees. Oh, oh homies. there you go. Link trees will work. Right. That'll yeah. get you everything. They're all you attached. Want. Once you find one, you got them all. <laughs> there you go. It's the best thing to ever happen to network promotion. You can find your OnlyFans on there, huh? Oh, no. Yeah, 100%. Only flans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plug some homies too on your way out. We love doing the plug the homies. Shoot. Um, I oh, guess... he leaned back in his chair. He's going to plug homies for like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess one of the biggest homies, uh, Ethan Whitaker with 301 Productions. Uh, the reason this shit is popping the way it is for me. Um, everybody else has helped during the process. Uh, Zach Welch, um, Gunshot Pockets, uh, Kate Anson, uh, Jordan Nix, Parker Ryan, everybody. Just everybody's helped me and been super supportive along the way. So you love to see it. Yep. All righty. Sam, you got anything to add? No, sir. Another episode in the books. That's it. That's, sir. The, that's the way we wrap. It's Hymns of the Highway. Reverend Waterman here. Thank you all for listening. And on that side, we'll have some more great episodes coming up for you. Got a couple of uh, couple of really solid guests we've got uh, in the works. Nothing's on books yet, but we've been talking to some good names. And, of course, we're going to bring you all Wolf. the best content we can. Cody Wolf, uh, eventually. <laughs> I'm, I'm manifesting that. I'm speaking it into existence here. So we'll see what happens. You think he'll fly us out? Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's just make sure the guy exists first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So... No, man, that's, that, that's where we'll wrap. So, yeah, Rev Waterman here thanking y'all for joining us on another episode of Hymns of the Highway. Jacob Charles, thank you, man, for making the drive up here to see us. Yes, Enjoyed sir. Enjoyed it. And uh, for Sam, who's already headed out of the room and got his headphones hey, off right and everything. Right oh, he's back. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, make sure you're on all the social media pages and stuff like that. Eventually, I know we've been talking about merch and stuff. We've got some shirt designs we're working on. Uh, that are not so basic. We've got some artwork and stuff we're, we've got some grand ideas for. So we're, we're hoping to get that stuff into production before too long. But, um, you know, koozies, things like that. Keep up with us. We definitely already have stickers. So if you want some stickers, shoot us a DM. We'll get you a couple of those sent out. Uh, and other than that, y'all keep it tuned. We'll see you on the next episode. It's Hymns of the Highway, Reverend Waterman. Peace.